Mondays with the mayor. Good morning, Mayor G.T. Bynum. Good morning. Last week, uh, Justice for Greenwood and the city uh, went at it in court over uh, a settlement, uh, a public nuisance complaint that's over 100 years old now. And city attorneys argued that uh, the survivors and descendants of the folks who were harmed during the Greenwood massacre uh, haven't suffered physically or haven't proved uh, that they have suffered physically the effects of that event 100 years ago. I don't know how much you can discuss because this is pending in court, but I get the sneaking suspicion that you personally don't agree with a lot of what the lawyer said in court last week. Well, uh, this is the story of the last five years for me as mayor. There is so much I would love to say about this topic, um, but under our form of government, the mayor has settlement authority in lawsuits, and because of that, I really cannot speak about pending litigation, whether it's this or anything else. Uh, I'm very eager for the time when I can, but I can't right now. Okay, well, let's move on to maybe something you can. Tulsa World yesterday with a strongly worded editorial. Uh, they don't like your political action committee that, uh, as we discussed last week, um, you have set up to work for a greater Tulsa. Um, did you take to heart what the paper had to say yesterday. Basically, they, they're afraid that uh, this is a new era of political divisiveness that you're ushering in with this pack. Yeah, I read that editorial, and and I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show. I, I seriously, my first thought in reading that was, well, clearly they didn't listen to my interview with Dan last Monday <laughs> when they wrote this because... Uh, the, the the basis of the editorial is, one, that, that I have formed this to target city councilors, which is not in any way correct. As you and I discussed last week, it, it's about trying to defend those councilors who are protecting the, the middle ground from what I expect to happen to them. The same thing that happened to me uh, last year, which is having both ends of the, the extremes on both ends of the political poles uh, going after them. Uh, and, and then, the, you know, the other part of it that I thought was, again, I, I wish they had listened to my interview with you, uh, saying that, well, this is bringing partisanship into City Hall. Well, I, I would challenge them to look at, one, find a single partisan statement I have made in my time as mayor. Two, Look at the team that I have in the mayor's office, if you want just a good example. And I, I didn't bother to do that until I had uh, read that editorial. In my office, we have five Republicans, five Democrats, and two independents working on our team. I would challenge the Tulsa World Editorial Board to find any elected official in America that has that kind of nonpartisan breakdown on their team. So it seems like they are basing this off of reporting that hasn't been correct, that the reporter seems to have called everybody in town but me to talk about what this could be and what it could mean, and making assumptions about what I'm trying to do and the kind of leadership style I've followed as mayor without looking at what I've done. Um, you know, thinking they're making me out to be some partisan divisive guy when everything I've done as mayor has been nonpartisan and trying to bring people together. So for those who missed our interview last weekend, if you don't mind, just a 30-second recap. My concern is not the council we have today. 
my concern is that I saw forces last summer that were extreme, that represent the extremes that we have in public life today in America, who we've been working to keep out of local government in Tulsa, but are going to try to influence our city council elections next year, just as they have just as they did the mayor's race last year. And you look at the mayor's race last year, I won that, but the second place finisher in that race was a guy who has been outspoken in accusing our police officers of terrorism. And the third place finisher in that race was a guy who is a COVID denying anti-vaxxer. And so now these folks are going to be the one, you know, those people didn't disappear. They are going to try to influence the council races. I already know of at least two city councilors who are being targeted by different ends of the extremes. And I want to be able to defend my colleagues from that, just like people helped defend me last summer. And the Tulsa world wants to make this out to be partisan, I guess because they're not used to seeing political action well, committees that focus on defending the middle. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> but when you're a centrist, it confuses people because they can't put you in this box over oh, totally. on the left or this box over on the right. And I've said for years that's now, exactly the most right. radical place you can be is in the middle looking at the best ideas of both sides. It can also be the loneliest, which is why I feel so strongly about creating this committee, because I think we have so many good members of our city council in both political parties, by the way, who are, just want to do the best for Tulsa. And they're going to get targeted next year by people who don't think that they are extreme enough. There are people who are targeting one counselor because that counselor uh, isn't hard enough on the police. There are people that are going to target another counselor that I know of today because that counselor voted to support a mask order. And I wanted to be able to defend my colleagues and, and help them. And you don't wait until two weeks before the election to do that kind of work. You start preparing right now. Mayor, thank you. And we'll talk to you again next week. Hopefully Tulsa World will okay. be listening. Well, I appreciate you, Dan, actually asking me the questions and giving me a chance to explain this. Mayor GT, bye. Thank you.